what we perceive as good and bad may not be good or bad at all it just is what it is and what's really important is how we react to things in the moment Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Get the Idea podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Hogan. I want you to imagine for a moment how amazing it would feel to have the freedom from fear and freedom from this attachment to the outcome. Just take a moment to imagine this because we're so attached to how things should and shouldn't be and we're also very controlled and attached to the outcome of something we set out to do which is actually a lot of the time the thing that holds us back from starting something new. So I want to talk about how I think it is possible to let go of this attachment to the outcome with just a little bit of practice. And I'm going to start with a story that I heard when I went on a 10-day silent retreat, and it's called The Tale of the Farmer's Son. A farmer and his son had a beloved horse who helped the family earn a living and one day the horse ran away and all the neighbours came running and said to the guy your horse ran away what terrible luck and the guy said maybe so maybe not we'll see then a few days later the horse returned home bringing with him a few more wild horses back to the farm as well And all the neighbours came running to the farmer. Oh my God, your horse has returned. And brought several horses home with him. What great luck. The farmer replied, maybe so, maybe not. We'll see. Later that week, the farmer's son was trying to break one of the horses. And the horse threw him to the ground, breaking his leg. The villagers, of course, came along. Oh my God, your son broke his leg. What terrible luck. And you guessed it, the farmer again replied, maybe so, maybe not, we'll see. A few weeks later, soldiers from the National Army marched through the town, recruiting all of the able-bodied boys for the army. But of course they didn't take the farmer's son, because he was in bed still recovering from his injury from falling off the horse. So again then, the friend shouted, Your boy is spared, what tremendous luck, how wonderful, you must be so happy. To which again the farmer replied, Maybe so, maybe not, we'll see. So of course the moral of this story is that no event or no thing that happens in and of itself can truly be judged as good or bad, lucky or unlucky, fortunate or unfortunate. And actually, only time will tell the entire story of how something plays out. Because no one lives long enough to really pan out and look at the whole big picture. So with this in mind, it's really a waste of time to be judging things as and when they happen. And also to invest a ton of energy into things that look really good on the surface, but they probably might not pay off in the end. The wiser thing to do is live life in moderation, keeping as even temperament as possible. And in this Vipassana silent meditation that I went to, the practice we were taught when he shared this story was to be equanimous, to have equanimity about things. So whether they originally appear to be good or bad on the surface, you've got to just meet it with this calmness. 
And life is much more comforting if we can accept what we're given just as what is in the moment and make the best of what the circumstances give us and check in with ourselves as to how we're reacting to certain things if we are overreacting. A lot of times we overreact to things and we actually underreact to things that we should really be mesmerized by. You know, we we don't embrace the, the smaller things in life because a lot of the time we're really hijacked by all these bigger problems that we think we have that actually a lot of the time don't end up being problems. They end up being things that we've spent a long time worrying about that never actually come to pass. If you can allow life to surprise you and not label things as black and white or immediately as good and bad and just meet the circumstance with, oh, that's interesting. That's what I like to do. I like to just think, oh, that that's surprising or that's interesting. And then yeah, view it with a little bit of curiosity as to as to where it could potentially be leading. You see, our mind projects outwards and it creates a, an illusionary plan of how things should pan out. But it's just another form of control. It's another form of fear and it's illusionary and it makes us feel safer in the moment because we feel like we've got control of things. And then this comes back to this whole idea of not even beginning a project or executing on an idea if not every single piece is in place. We project forward and we're like, well, what if I can't get someone to buy it? Then what? What if people don't like it? Then what? Maybe I'll become too successful and then I'll be really overwhelmed. What if it fails? Like all of these things, all of these ifs and whats keep us stuck. And we never truly know until we start taking steps along that path how we actually are going to be. Even then, you know, as we saw in the the farmer in the story, when what we perceive as good and bad may not be good or bad at all. It just is what it is. And what's really important is how we react to things in the moment. These fear-based projections from our mind are far more destructive than most things that happen in, in actual real life. And we, we have this amazing body. We have a nervous system and mechanisms to actually cope with things that happen in the moment. So it's the mind that's really powerful. It's the mind that can talk us out of doing anything, but we're actually a lot stronger and more powerful than we know. But if you don't put yourself in the situation, you'll never prove to yourself how capable you are if you're never challenging yourself or putting yourself out there. So when we don't take action due to uncertainty or fear, we don't only end up living very small lives, but we just live a life that seems safe and it gives us this false feeling of being in control and safe. Actually, it's the riskiest game we can play because it means that over time, we never actually truly live. We just exist and we exist with our thoughts. We're coexisting with these thoughts of what ifs and it's a shame. Remember, the only difference between people who actually go out there and do the thing and make it happen are those who go out there and do it with the doubt, with the fear, with the uncertainty, and they just keep showing up every day. They keep going hand in hand with that inner critic that's trying to take them down. But the more they keep going, the quieter that doubting voice becomes and the more trust is built within the self. You learn to trust that everything actually is going to be okay. 
things may appear on the outside as chaos, but if you can manage the chaos internally and greet that chaos with the calm knowing that life has its own way of unfolding, then you're good. Then you'll become more resilient, more successful. And remember as well that you don't actually have to do it alone. You can get a coach, you can find a a mastermind group. If it's a business you want to go into, you can befriend other people that are doing the same thing. And that is that strength in numbers. The key is to just get out of the thinking mind, out of the head, into the body and into action. As we come to the end of another episode, I want to remind you that the only way to make your dream a reality is through consistent action. You have to keep showing up and this is no easy task which is why I'm here three times a week inspiring you to align with your purpose, act with intention and start making shit happen. If you found value in today's episode, please subscribe and spread the love. Share it with your friends and family. I'd really appreciate it. And if you have an idea you'd like me to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. Or if you're interested in my coaching, I'm currently offering one-on-one online sessions you can drop me an email at lisahorgan at pm.me to book a free introductory session. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time.